Straight up the middle to the 20, cuts it back in the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40, 50, down to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines, 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. Goff takes the snap, back, looks, throws, caught. First down, Detroit Lions. DJ Chark down inside the 10-yard line. This game is over. Yes. It is over. <laughs> Hour three, Toby and TJ back with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. Monday, January 9. New week, new day. Headed to Lawrence today. Fog Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow night. Sooners will try to get their first win at Kansas since 1993. Going to try to get in tomorrow night. Coming off a win over Tech on Saturday night in overtime. Good win for Jenny Baranchek's team, too, yesterday. Iowa State, uh, 82-79, the final. That was a great basketball game. They just kept trading made buckets at the end. Finally, OU got a stop to win it. TJ, we play for the trophy tonight in Los Angeles. The national championship game, Georgia and TCU. What's your prediction? What's your gut? I think TCU wins the game. Wow. That's what my gut's been telling me really? since the matchup was set last Saturday night. Now, really? last Saturday night, the gut was in no condition to be making predictions, but it's held, through, uh, held th- uh, true throughout the week. Oh, my heavens. What, what was going on Saturday night with your That gut? was uh, New Year's Eve. Remember those games were oh, on New Year's Eve? Oh, a week Eve. ago yeah. Saturday night. <laughs> That's yeah, right. I got you. Okay. Um, TCU's going to win the national championship, huh? 
Is that what you're rooting for? I think I'm rooting for that and predicting that, yeah. Well, I hope you're right. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think that... Are we getting a yawner of a game tonight? I think that we are going to finally see the bright lights get the frogs. I think that... um, I think they're going to be a little frog in the headlight-ish, maybe a little bit tonight. Stage is going to, I think the stage is going to get him. George is going to have a comfort level for having been there. And um, I think George is going to win. But I'll be rooting for the frogs. Well, Stetson Bennett says, you know, nobody believed in us all year long. Uh, you yeah. guys have always kind of, I'm like, who was the, who, who were you Stetson. hearing this from? He's annoying me now. He was a nice underdog story for a while. Now he's right. annoying. I was like, no one said that ever. He goes, Stetson yeah, you Stetson. know who you are. You all said it. No, nobody said it. You were one of the favorites from day one. Preseason number one, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I think the I think Vegas had them like one or two as far as you know, yeah. odds to yeah. win it. Yeah, so I don't know who he was hearing this from. From his... From his head coach, probably. I guess. Nobody I out guess. there believes in you guys. Nobody thinks you can do it. Yeah, we all think you're great, okay? <laughs> Kendra Miller, 50-50 chance of playing tonight, by the way. Um, well, regardless of what happens tonight, TJ, the Big 12 has won the last two basketball national championships. They're playing for the football title tonight. Softball's obviously won back-to-back titles. OU was in the College World Series final this year. Women's gymnastics, men runner-up. I mean, is it time for you to reevaluate how terrible you think the Big 12 Conference is? I will say this, okay? No, the Big 12 stinks! (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. Thunder win last night over your Mavs, 120-109, without the heavy-legged Luka Doncic last night. Thank you for <laughs> that, a, by the took way. Took a night off. Took a night off for you guys. Uh, the Thunder now 3-0 and at home this year. They've won seven of their last 11. SGA goes for 33. Now they're back out on the road. Four straight on the road starting in Miami on Tuesday night. I hate it when they wear those orange uniforms. I do not know who over in the Thunder marketing department thought it was a good idea in this state for the Thunder to have orange uniforms. So hard for me to cheer for them when they wear those uniforms. There's an OSU grad in the marketing department. But uh, they're playing good ball, playing good ball. They win again last night over your Dallas Mavericks. Sooners picked up a transfer portal addition. Yesterday, defensive lineman out of Wake Forest, Bothroyd is his name. This seems like a made-up last name to me. As soon as I heard it yesterday, I'm like, that's not a real name. Sounds like a bad man, doesn't he? <laughs> Rondell <bit>. Bothroyd. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like, yes, like he throws small children into dumpsters walking down the street. <laughs> that's the third defensive lineman they've gotten in the portal. Jacob Lacey out of Notre Dame, Trace Ford from Oklahoma State, Rondell Bothroyd from Wake Forest. BV fortifying that front seven, Teach. They got the linebacker, Desan McCullough, as well out of Indiana. 
there's very little doubt they got to the end of the year where he said, we got to be better. Yes. Now. Uh, they did not get the center, by the way, right? He ended up going to Miami. Is that right? The UCF center, I Dylan Gabriel's buddy? I think that's correct, buddy? yes. No, that's correct, I yeah. believe. All right. Well, also, since we were last together, Marvin Mims, about oh, that's five right. minutes yeah. after you declared he was going to stay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> said, I'm out of here. <laughs> he was just waiting to hear what TJ's gut said. Uh, just weird timing, man. It was like he was waiting for Dylan. All right, this is how I saw it. Waiting for Dylan. Dylan announces. Then he's like, "Ah, right, no, nah, I ain't coming back." No, no. I just thought it, I, he had. I thought it would have been sooner if he was going to the draft. I don't know. I'm surprised it took that long. And he was waiting for the Friday news dump. I guess so. You could get yeah. lost in the in the grass. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the story is there. I, I've never heard of any problem between the oh two i don't those. believe so, so I, don't, either. I don't think yeah. they're related at all i i think what i would like to believe is because i think he was going i think that um kind of word on the street was he was going and what i'd like to believe was he was going the cheese it bowl ended and he said all right rather than just kind of you know make a rash announcement here let's give it a week let's think it over really well let's double check that this is the right decision and then he put it out. So I, I don't know if that I don't know what happened, but that's what I'd like to think happened. They probably got to go get him a receiver now, right? They're in on a few, I know. So we'll see. Maybe a couple, yeah. Did you see the end of the ORU game on Saturday, Teach? No. What? No, I don't believe I did. Max Asmus is still at ORU. What is he? Forty three. And well, he played with Kevin O'Banner, remember? Holy cow. They were on the same team together, that great ORU team. Ace still at ORU. Tie game. Uh, what do we got here? Let me see here. We got two seconds. Is that right? 2. 2.08 on the clock. They're inbounding 94 feet away. Mid-court max, he said. Sorry about the audio there. That's the best I could uh that's the best I could come up with. But <laughs> Max Asmus from half court. With the game winner for ORU. That's Adam Hildebrandt, by the way, our buddy on the reigning Oklahoma Broadcaster of the Year, Adam Hildebrandt, with the call there. Much better call than that one of the gingerbread touchdown man, whatever that yeah, What did you think was. about that? It was a terrible call that you could tell he was sitting on, and it just did not flow well. It's like, script Here's it much? Problem. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not going to catch Himes. He's the touchdown man. He's the end zone man. Is that right. what he said? Right, end zone man, I think is what he said, yeah. Here's my problem with it. Is it corny? Yeah, but, you know, who am I to throw stones in the glass house, right? So it was the Bills. It was the opening kickoff after the DeMar Hamlin situation. How about that? Like, how about something? How about, how about something in the call about, that's for DeMar or something, you know, sure. that was the story. The opening kickoff after the DeMar Hamlin situation, they run it back for a touchdown. 
and he breaks out, run, run as fast as you can. You're not going to catch me. I'm the end zone man. <laughs> Dude, be aware of the room a little bit, right? I don't know. It was an amazing moment. It was an astonishing moment. Amazing to the point many people think it was scripted. Yeah, like maybe the Patriots let him do it. Right, yeah, yeah. Trying not, to make the playoffs. Not just his line, but everything was scripted with it. The, everything, letting him score everything, yeah. I'd love to have been in that conversation, by the way, with Bill Belichick. <laughs> That's why I was laughing at it when I saw that. Like, yeah, yeah, Bill's just going to let him score on that. All right, go ahead. Bill, we'll, we'll catch up. Uh, this is Roger. Listen, uh, hear me out on this. Your initial reaction may be that you're not going to like this idea, but hear me out on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure, whatever you want, Commission. Anyway, whatever. I mean, that's what it is. Um, okay, have you, before we get a break, have you watched Kaleidoscope yet on Netflix? I have not. I know what it is. It's uh, one where you can choose the order of whatever you watch the episodes, but no. Right. I was busy this weekend watching um, episodes of Wednesday for the second and third time in certain situations. Really? How yeah. come? Well, I've already watched all of it. Bronx has been wanting to watch it, so Katie had to work a little bit Friday evening. So I said, you want to start Wednesday? And he goes, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, all right, yeah. So we watched the first two episodes, and then Katie got home and said, well, I want to watch it with you guys. So then they rewatched episodes one and two again. <laughs> and then uh, for the next couple of uh, days, we watched Is it uh, good? Is two. it that good? I did not mind. I... I I should not like Wednesday as much as I enjoy Wednesday. So I did not mind rewatching the episode. So I think it's a great show. But no, I have not really? seen Kaleidoscope yet. Okay. I've watched two colors. So it's a fascinating premise. So two colors uh, is not like, like you don't. So I'm confused then. So I thought like maybe like when you start the season, you just say, I want to watch green, and it just goes through in the order of green. So you pick a different color for every episode? Yeah. Huh. So the whole season is, I, I don't know, eight different colors, nine different colors? Something like that, yeah. No, it's just you just pick which order you want to watch it in. It's one season. You just pick which order you want to watch it in. But I have been told you have to end with white. Oh, okay, okay. Um. I don't, I don't know if that's a hard and fast rule, but I think that's like the finale. Um, so you just kind of pick what order you want to go in. And there are recommendations of all over the place out there of here's here's what the order I would recommend you watch it in. Or, you know, if you want to watch it chronologically, you should do it in this color order or whatever. But Kevin watched an episode on the way out. He, he said it was good. It's a heist. He said it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven, and it's got some Ocean's Eleven kind of feel to it. Sure. And uh, I enjoyed it. I watched uh, another color with Jenny last night. So, anyway, it's just an interesting concept. It's a very interesting of, concept. People say they worked it brilliantly, so I'll, I'll tune into it. I just haven't yeah. had a chance yet. So, for example, I watched Yellow. first one I watched was Yellow. And... It says at the beginning, welcome to the yellow episode. And then throughout the episode, not everything, but a whole lot of the things in the episode are yellow. Like the first thing you see are a couple of yellow taxi cabs picking 
somebody up and then there's a like a yellow disk drive and all throughout it's a bunch of a bunch of stuff is you'll notice is yellow so they've yeah it's very it's very ingenious the way they've done this now i haven't seen the whole thing yet so maybe it's going to leave me feeling empty at the end i don't know but nothing leaves you feeling empty at the end come on the lead character is um Oh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Uh, yeah, um, uh, Gus owns the chicken store. Yeah, Gus Frain. Uh-huh. Frain is that his name? Frain. I Frain? can't tell Frain? you that guy's real name, but he's excellent in anything he's ever in. So he's very good, very good. Yeah. All right, break time. Uh, let's get back to your text messages when we come back. Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. Back after this. <laughs> Welcome back, Tell me and TJ. Back with you. <laughs> You want to play that? Yeah, that was funny. Go ahead and play that. Jamal Williams, after the Lions <laughs> beat the Packers last night, uh, emotional interview, but it turns. People are grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We, made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. For- <laughs> he's all, he's I don't even watch TV. Great grandfather. The ball's for great grandfather. I got one more thing to say. Stop playing us. Okay. He's listening to the same TV shows that uh, Stetson Bennett's listening to. Yeah. Everybody count us out. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. By the way, this hour brought to you by RK Black. 405-943-9800, rkblack.com, your office technology solution. Um, run, run. What does this text say? Let me. Uh, this is on my personal text line. Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch him. He's the kaleidoscope man. That show is as bad as that call of the Bills touchdown. So, mm. yeah. That's an anti-kaleidoscope vote. Anti, I've watched uh, two episodes, and uh, I have enjoyed them both. I told, I told this person I've heard great things. Uh, this texter says, Wednesday, great show. I did find this out quickly with Wednesday. Bronx had not seen it at all, and he had wanted to see it, so that's why we started Friday night. We sit down, and it starts, and he says, uh, there she is. And I looked at him, and he goes, she's the most famous actress in the world. And I said, I don't think that's true. The show's very popular, but I don't think she's the most famous. He goes, oh, no. Who is it? Uh, Jenna Ortega plays Wednesday. And uh, he goes, heard of her. He, goes, he, said, he said, oh, no, she is. She's, she's the most famous in the world. And then he sits there for a little longer while watching the show, <laughs> and he looks at me, and he goes, how old do you think she is? And I said, I, yeah, I said, I said, I, I heard Uh-oh. she's like 21, 22, something like that. He goes, really? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. And it was like, it was like, man, I don't have a shot with her. <laughs> oh, the light has come on. I realized quickly, she must be the new middle school guy, uh, like Alyssa crush? Milano. Like back in our day, Alyssa Milano, those girls, like, like uh-oh, Jenna Ortega is the uh, middle school. He's like, oh, that's all we talk about is this show. I go, you've never seen it. He goes, I know, so that's why it's good I'm watching it now. He goes, but he knew, like, everything about the show, and he's never seen it. Like, it was really weird. Huh. So. She's 20 years old. What has she been in before? 
nothing that any of them would have seen because it's like uh like because I've looked her up to she see looks familiar why she was so popular she was in the new scream that was just out not too long ago and a couple of other scary movies that are rated R nothing that he's seen or would have seen like she's pretty new fairly new and so but I was laughing at how old do you think she is uh, oh boy <laughs> watch out teach so maybe a Jenna the hormones Ortega. have arrived <laughs> the Jenna Ortega poster maybe going up in the in the Bronx bedroom soon. uh air comfort solutions text like she she oh no she is she's the most famous actress in the world don't argue oh, with me she, on this oh, there, there she, she is, is. <laughs> uh, from that to this morning buddy oh I hope you had a great weekend and that trip to Lubbock was enjoyable. I'm sure glad that I was able to provide you with a scoop on OU's latest defensive portal commitment. I tried to go see what they were ordering on Friday, but was turned away. If you have a good recruiting or OU scoops, please send them my way and have a good day. I don't know how to turn off. I don't know how to turn off Carter. Carter (laughs) texted me Friday morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this photograph he sent me. I don't want pictures a, of Carter from Friday morning. He's at a restaurant, and he notices that the coaching staff is with a recruit, and so he thinks I want to know this. So I think that may be me, a violation that you have that picture. But he makes sure he includes a quarter of his face in it. It's like a quarter selfie. Here, I'm going to send you this right now. Carter, I don't cover recruiting. Send the you you thank you very much for uh the scoop, but I did nothing with it. Send it to people who were on the beat. <laughs> did you get the photo? Uh, it's coming through. Oh, no, that's not. Yeah. Uh that's Chris Plank talking about the the dance man. It's the viral dance talking about Wednesday. Uh come on. No, I haven't got it. You haven't got it yet. Maybe I sent it to Carter. No, there, it is. there it is. It just came through. You got it? Oh, what is that? It's just Carter's eyeball. <laughs> the coaching staff in the back. Way back in the, the corner, corner there. It's, it's Carter, that's kind of creepy, man. He's figured out somebody. He think, And he's also sent me a picture of who he thinks it is. And he's right. It was the Wake Forest dude. <laughs> and uh, so he's sending me the scoop. I don't know what for. What am I going to do with it? I'm not breaking any stories. Right. I'm allowed to. But thank you, Carl. I think he just wants everybody to know he's there and he's on the scene. So, but we can we give him Parker's text number? No, uh, you, cell I'm phone. Sure he's got it. Carter Jennings uh, reporting here. Uh, I'm at Neighborhood Jam. <laughs> uh, this texter says the Georgia Bulldogs win 32 to 27 tonight. I don't think it'll be that close. This just says it's TJ's fault. I'm not sure what that's referring back to, but I'm sure it was. Uh, if the last episode is white, you should be concerned that everything will be bleak and leave you empty inside. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> uh, Bathroyd <laughs> is a huge pickup. He comes with so much production as our other two edges combined over the last two years. He, is, he had a lot of production, that's right. I mean, I, he looks like a good player. Uh, Bothroyd sounds like he could be a character in Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah. Bothroyd. Uh, Captain, 
I fear we are about to be attacked by the Bothroids. Uh, this person is complaining about the terrible Steelers um, sack celebration that they did yesterday, which, yeah, um, not they did didn't not th- see it. They did not think that one through. So it was terrible. It was inappropriate. Inappropriate for what had happened this week. It was the uh, they resuscitated the guy that made the sack. He fell to the what? ground and they resuscitated him. Yeah, with CPR. So. Um, everybody immediately, the, the studio guys, everybody's like, uh, not the place for the time. Yeah. So that's not, I saw some dude, what team was it that he pushed the trainer? Oh, that was the game last night. That was the uh, green Bay game. Yeah. 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 He pushed the trainer. (laughs) Well, the trainer pushed him first. Well, he did. He moved him out of the way. Back off! I'm trying to get to the guy. He's trying to get to the guy that's hurt. So he moves him out of the way, and the Packers dude is like, "Hey, it was it it was one of those." Well, I've hey hey, don't you push me? I push you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good morning, guys. I just got in my car to tune you in. The twelve o'clock show. Was saying we were no four or five last week, the last I heard, but I was on ESPN. What? The 12 number o'clock, four or five? The 12 o'clock show was saying we were number four or five last week, the last I heard, but the ESPN 247 this weekend show us six, seven. Can you explain what's going on sooner, Chris? <laughs> oh, they're talking about recruiting rankings. They're talking about recruiting rankings. No. The 12 we have o'clock no show, he must on. be talking about Parker and them, so. I don't know I, how I those recruiting rankings work and the stars and how they add up the numbers and they come in. Yeah, that's a Parker question for you. So. Algebra. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, of the Big 12 refs, Toby, who would be your pick to ref the games at home? The cream of the crop, you might say. Who's in, who's out? I think Keith Kimball is one of the best. Um, if it's a home game, uh, I'll take Kip Kissinger, who was – ironically, on that game Saturday night. But I think Kip Kissinger gets caught up in the home environment. So if we're playing at home, I want Kip Kissinger on the call. Uh, Give me a third ref. Um, Third ref. Hmm. That might be it. (laughs) (laughs) Can you come up with one? Uh, Not Sermons, not Higgins. Um... Don't guy. those two guys make it a little more fun, though? No. In I a how-are-they-going-to-screw-this-up kind of way? Well, I do think it adds an element to our broadcast when Sermons is officiating because we have to kind of develop that as a storyline through the last few years <laughs> yes. of Sermons versus versus OU, you know, and how much he bothers me. So that is kind of, you know, fun. But those two guys, more than anybody else in the country, Higgins and Sermons, think they're the show. And they show up and they're like, all right, everybody's here to see me tonight. I'm going to put on a show for you. So, um, no, I don't want I don't want him on the call. Uh, when, when I see Doug Sermons on the sheet, I say, oh, we're not wearing. Jerry Pollard, good. Drake suggested Jerry Pollard. That Excellent. I think Jerry Pollard is an excellent referee. So those would be my three. Jerry Pollard, Keith Kimball, and if it's a home game, Kip Kissinger. Break time, 835. We'll be back.
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Big win for the Sooner women yesterday over 11th-ranked Iowa State, 82-79 in the Lloyd Noble Center. Here's Jenny Baranchek after the game. I was really excited about our crowd, and I'm just really proud of our team. And, you know, Iowa State is so good, and they're, they're very challenging, obviously, to defend. They do a great job. Um, and then, honestly, I, I don't want to say anything bad because I think, yes, it wasn't our A game, but I think we responded. I think we've grown up a little bit today. Um, and then you go down the line at the end of a game, and we have, you know, Vea hits a big layup, Ana hits a big three, right? You got Maddie hits her free throws, Taylor hits her free throws, Skyler hits a game winner. Um, how fun that we have that much balance. And I'm, I'm really proud of that, and I'm really proud of them. Two and one start to league play for the Sooner women. Nice win for them. That'll be uh, valuable in all kinds of ways for them yesterday. Uh, Sooner men, we are headed out tonight for Lawrence. They'll play 8 o'clock tomorrow night against Kansas. TJ, tonight we crown a champion in our Bull Mania competition as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. So here are the top ten going into tonight. Uh, international movie star Ryan Reynolds is in the lead. His team is known as the Oklahoma Yankees with 683 points. He has gone 30 and 12. That's unbelievable. Almost Uh, seems impossible. Jeremy Rector, the softball water hauler in second place with 671. Nate Isaacs in third place at 654. The eventual winner, that's a D.H. Marbury's team name, in fourth place at 653. Alex Jones, <laughs> that's the team name of Rusty Collins, in fifth place at 649, tied with Ryan Lester's team. My son Trevor is in seventh place with 645 points. Cheater. The Minister of Pain... Paul Munding in 8th place at 641. Mitch the Realtor in ninth place at 639. And Tyler McComas in 10th place at 638 points. Uh, I assume Tyler's going to win. Uh, I don't see anybody of uh, that works for us on the first page, so I guess he's going to be the top host. Way to go. That's a... That's impressive. We to got turn around from his pick'em. Uh, yes, scores eight hundred and fifty-six people in our group to be in the top ten is quite an accomplishment. So we'll see who all ends there tonight. Um, let me see who the Oklahoma Yankees have winning it all. I assume Georgia, but uh, scrolling, scrolling. They used to tell you that on the front page. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'll try to look here. I'll try to find it for you. But anyway, we will have a champion uh, crowned tomorrow, and uh, we'll get those prizes distributed and everything. Brought to you by the Falls at Brookhaven. Lovely two- and three-bedroom apartments with spacious floor plans and well-maintained, calm atmospheres. Check out the Falls luxury two- and three-bedroom floor plans, large walk-in closets, washer-dryer hookups, and a fabulous kitchen. 
To learn more, call 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com. Oh, I love when you engage announcer voice like that. Really well done by you. 39 days away now from the college baseball season starting as well as we continue that countdown. Just over a month now. Uh, Big 12 standings after the weekend. We're talking on the men's side of things. You've got three teams at 3-0. and Kansas, think about what you thought of the league going in, Tej. Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State at 3-0. and Texas and TCU are 2-1. and OU and OSU at 1-2. and West Virginia, Baylor, and Texas Tech all at 0-3. Well, ain't that upside down for you? I mean, I think I thought going in uneducatedly, K-State and Iowa State were probably uh, lower division teams, and certainly Baylor and Texas Tech were upper division teams. Yes. Maybe that's the way it'll all end, but Kansas State and Iowa State look really good to me. Kansas State has shocked me. Uh, what, 13, 14, and 1 now, whatever they are, so... Um, I guess I got to start good. believing them. That's kind of like TCU throughout the football season. I'm just like, hmm, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. You look at OU's two losses so far, and they were both at home. So you, you can't, you can't. Um, those are costly. But one of them was to a Texas team that's ranked in the top ten. Where are they at now? Five. They were at Texas six, I right. thought. Five okay. or six. Yeah. And the others to an Iowa State team that is uh, thirteen and two. Iowa State's twelve and two, three and zero in conference play, and they've beaten Villanova, North Carolina, St. John's, and every Big Twelve team they played. So it's not like <laughs> like those teams are really good. They're really good. There is an opportunity for OU, Teach, after Tuesday night to potentially go on a little bit of a run. And when I say run, I don't mean rip off like five straight wins, but maybe win like three out of four or four out of six or something like that. They've got West Virginia at home, at OSU, Baylor at home. They'll be favored probably in two of those three. And the Bedlam game in Stillwater will be, you know, that'll be close. I would guess since it's in Stillwater, OSU will be a slight favorite in that game. But all three of those games, you know, very winnable games. Then they go at TCU. That'll be tough. But OU plays well in Fort Worth. OSU at home, winnable. At West Virginia, winnable. OU's played really well up there, be tough, but winnable. So they've got a nice little stretch here of the next one, two, three, four, five, six, where they could get four out of six. It, it's possibly. definitely the stretch. If you're going to make the tournament, you're going to, to reach the numbers we talked about Friday with the 17 wins. Uh, that's the stretch you got to take advantage of it. You get West Virginia twice and Oklahoma State twice right. and Baylor twice kind of in that stretch. And I think Baylor's really good. I'm not saying, but right now they're 0-3 in conference play. All right, uh, Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next.